Welcome to the $100 MBA show, daily motivation and instruction every single day with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started back in 2014 with my co-founder. And in today's episode, you will learn how often should you email your list? This is a topic I'm asked about a lot on webinars, on coaching calls, even just side discussions with friends. And it's for good reason. Uh, email is something that I'm very bullish on. It's one of the best converting ways of marketing, but everybody does it differently. Some companies email every day. Some companies email once a week. Some even email less than that, once a month. And often as the leader of your company, as the founder, you are super sensitive to maybe over emailing your list, or maybe you feel like you're not getting them enough information or enough value. So in today's episode, we're gonna tackle this question. No matter what your business is, we're going to make sure you know how to move forward with the cadence, with the frequency of your emails. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Webinars. We know how well they work to generate new business for coaches, consultants, and other creators. We know that online marketing is 10 times more powerful when you add webinars to your campaigns. But what's the right platform to use? What's the easiest? Which platforms can integrate webinars seamlessly into the rest of your marketing infrastructure and do it all at the right price? Take a look at our very own Webinar Ninja, the user-friendliest webinar platform ever. Create live, automated, series, and hybrid webinars. Make them free or charge for valuable lessons. Send automated emails to promote your webinar and follow up for more conversions. Showcase your unique value and do it all without the hassle and stress of navigating pain in the butt software. Try Webinar Ninja absolutely free at webinarninja.com and see just how easy and powerful webinars can be. That's webinarninja.com for a 14-day risk-free trial. If you don't know, I love email marketing. Email is fantastic because I do believe that in today's day and age, with all the distractions on social media and messaging apps and WhatsApp and forums and Slack groups and everything, our most sacred space on the internet is really our inbox. We actually make time to sort out our inbox, to read our emails, to archive them, to reply to them. You got to do something with email. You can't just ignore like a feed on Instagram. And this is why it's so effective for you as a business owner. Now, I do want to preface this with the fact that, yes, this is a form of marketing, but really, I see email marketing as a way to build a relationship with your audience. Just like if I was staying in touch with a friend, how often should you call your mom? That's a question. How often should you message a close friend? What about somebody you just met? We never apply the same logic or understanding that we have with those relationships to our email list. And we should actually, because we should want to build strong bonds with the people that are interested in what we have to offer. Because the stronger the bond, the stronger the trust we build, the easier it's going to be for you to show them that, hey, I have somebody that can help you. And for them to feel like they can trust you enough to take that chance and give you a try. 
Now, I'm going to set up some rules here, some criteria, some questions that you can answer so that you can set up your own cadence, your own frequency of emails to your list. Now, before I get into that, I want to say that this is just sort of a starting point or a rule that you can break. We have our own cadence at Webinar Ninja at the $100 MBA, but we will break it from time to time if we have to. It's not there to confine us, but it's there for us to have some sort of regularity and to meet some expectation. And that leads me to my first point. When it comes to email marketing and your email list, these are real people and people like to know what to expect, right? Expectations are everything. And I'm here to tell you the frequency actually doesn't matter so much when it comes to relationship building. What actually matters is that you meet the expectation, meaning you have to set an expectation so people understand how often they're going to receive an email, and then you have to meet that expectation. You have to fulfill that expectation. You have to actually do what you promise, and that builds trust. For example, there is a newsletter called Morning Brew. It's a business newsletter that sends you an uh, email every single day on the latest business news. Every day you get an email. And when you sign up for this list, for this newsletter, you are expecting this. This is the expectation. They tell you it's a daily newsletter, seven days a week. So you're not gonna be upset when you get an email every day because that is what you're signing up for. See what I'm saying? On the other hand, Tim Ferriss from the 4-Hour Workweek, he does a weekly newsletter. He calls it Five Bullet Fridays. You know you're going to get a weekly email. You know you're going to get it on Friday. And you know it's going to be somewhat short with five bullets. Expectations, he's going to send that email. Expectations met. One of my buddies, Mario Brown, who is in the affiliate marketing space, I believe he sends an email once every weekday, so five days a week. And I know that he probably gets more unsubscribes than most but he understands that this is just part of what he does. This is the expectation that he tells people and that you receive. So the first thing is just what expectations you set, what you promise your audience. So just do the cadence you feel you can fulfill. That's the most important thing. You gotta choose a schedule that you can actually do without missing a beat. So if you could do once a week, do once a week. If you can't do once a week, if you need to do it once every two weeks, then do that. At least start with that and commit to that. The second thing to consider or to ask yourself is what's your business model, okay? How do you make money? A product business, and that could be like a physical product or a software product, is different than a service. Or your business model is maybe media where you just give great value, and you have sponsors on your newsletter. How you earn your money has a lot to do with the way you email or how often you do it. Why? Because you have to be sensitive to the fact that, yes, you need to make money, but you can't oversaturate your list, so you have to be selective for when you ask for the sale. So this doesn't mean that every email has to be a sales email, but you have to be conscious of the fact that if you are sending emails in an overwhelming cadence that's over and beyond the cadence we talked about, the schedule they're expecting, they're going to start to ignore these emails and some of them will be your sales emails. This is why I always recommend if you're selling a high ticket item, $2,000 or more, say for example, you sell a in-depth eight week live training. It's an online live course, let's say. And this course costs $2,500 
and you run the course six times a year. This means you're marketing this course every two months. Now, obviously, it's not one email that you're going to be doing to market this course every two months. You're probably going to email maybe five to six times just on selling this course. So this has to be in mind. Hey, this is how I make my money. I need to sell this course. I need to send X amount of emails every so often. So in this case, in this example, every two months. So how do I stay with the cadence, but at the same time, fill in the gaps with great value that lead up to the actual product I'm offering that all align, that makes sense. So this is a good starting point. How often do you actually need to email your list to run your business, to sell your products, to promote your offerings? Now, this is separate from value or content. So if, for example, you're inviting them to a webinar where you show them how to apply some of the things that you teach to your product, that is not a direct sale. That's not a direct promotion email. That's still a value email and a content email. So we're talking about emails that have a buy button, right? Click this, learn more, buy. So work from there and then fill out your calendar, your email calendar, according to your cadence, with what's left over with good value. Because you want to do what I like to do, a one to three ratio. That means for every email I send that asks people, hey, check out what I have here, buy it. I have three emails that are not that, that are, I have this great thing that's going to help you, no strings attached, go ahead and check it out. I have another thing here that you should check out. I have another workshop here that's going to help you. That is a good balance. This is not something I invented. This is something actually I learned from Gary Vaynerchuk. He has a book called Jab, 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 Right Hook. The jabs are content. The right hook is the sale or asking for the sale. So this kind of covers our marketing emails to non-customers. Now, if you have a membership product where people are paying on a regular basis or you have a SaaS business like we do, like a software as a service, Webinar Ninja, where we have reoccurring customers, this is a different bucket of email marketing. So this is more like nurturing your customers. These people are paying you on a regular basis. Your emails are going to be a different nature. Yes, some of them will be sales emails, will be asking them to make a purchase, whether it's an upgrade or to go annual or to check out maybe a new sister product or add-on. But it's more like a one to 10 ratio with these emails because what I'm trying to do here is retain this customer. So I'm actually kind of giving them uh, a valuable experience or I'm adding value to the product that they actually bought or the service that they're getting through email. I'm showing them how to get the most out of their purchase. I'm showing them how to activate, how to be an absolute ninja with our software. These are emails you want your customers to open and read and say, wow, that was super helpful. I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know that I can leverage the product this way. This is something helpful. Why do I want that? Because I want them to open more emails. I want them when they see an email from me, they're excited to open it because they know it's going to be helpful. So this is my aim. I want to delight them every single time. I want to be basically their best friend because that's really the kind of experience I want them to have, to feel like I have their back. This is really 
a part of what you bought. This is the experience you purchased. A lot of what I'm talking about in terms of delighting existing customers and potential customers, I learned from Matthew Kimberly. Matthew Kimberly is one of the best copywriters and email writers I've ever seen. If you're a member uh, of Webinar Ninja, by the way, we have a great training inside that he did for our audience. It's called Delightful Emails with Matthew Kimberly. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, that training. Mind-blowing stuff. So check out Matthew Kimberly. You can Google him. I prefer to keep customer emails short and sweet so they read them and they open them more frequently and uh, marketing ones to non-members a little bit longer with a little bit more context, a little bit more story building, or I should say storytelling. And it just makes things a little bit more engaging for the reader when uh, it has a bit of flavor, a bit of brand. And we all know that stories uh, are more memorable. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Avast. Avast has been a global leader in cybersecurity for more than 30 years, trusted by over 435 million users and preventing over 1.5 billion attacks every month. Avast One is their best protection yet giving you everything you need to take control of your safety and privacy online and accessible through a single, easy-to-use interface. Just a few of the many features of Avast One include award-winning antivirus that stops viruses and malware from harming your devices, VPN allowing you to connect safely and securely to public Wi-Fi without the fear of cybercrime, data breach monitoring, enabling you to find out if your online accounts have been compromised and whether your passwords need to be changed, firewall protection, keeping personal information secure and prevent attacks, ransomware protection secures your personal photos, documents, and other files from attacks and more. With Avast One, you can confidently take control of your online world without worrying about viruses, phishing attacks, ransomware, hacking attempts, and other cybercrimes. A free version includes all the essential features such as a free antivirus, free VPN, and free firewall protection, while the premium version has even more advanced protection. Learn more about Avast One at avast.com. That's A-V-A-S-T dot com. One of my favorite quotes of Peter Drucker is what gets measured gets managed. Go into your email statistics. When you do a promotion, when you have a few extra emails a month, take a look at your open rates, take a look at your click rates, which is engagement on the email. See if things change, if things trend upward, downward, how are you doing? Survey your email list, do this at least once a year, and ask them, do you feel like we give too many emails, not enough emails, just right? Asking questions like, how often do you read the email as soon as it hits your inbox versus reading it later? What percent of emails do you actually read versus you just kind of save for later and never read? This gives you an idea of how to approach your audience, how to serve them. This is not how people serve their customers unless they're running a paid newsletter, but it's how you treat your customers. Again, this is a relationship. And I'm interested in having a long-term business. I want to be in business for as long as possible. And I want to be able to email my community for years to come. So I want to make sure I strengthen relationships and ask them, how's it going? How's it going between us? You know, how you would actually ask somebody that you care about, a friend, a loved one. This will be incredibly refreshing for many people on your email list because most people don't do this. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. 
just head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Thank you so much. Before I go, I wanna leave you with this. One of the biggest tips I can give anybody when it comes to email marketing is write like you speak, okay? Try not to be overly, quote unquote, professional or formal. Most people enjoy conversational language. They comprehend it better. They absorb the information, they remember it better. They are more willing to share it with other people because it seems more engaging. This is why I read all the emails I write aloud, or I actually read them out loud so that I can see what it sounds like. If it doesn't sound like how I would speak, I make some edits. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, Free Ride Friday. I'll see you then. Take care. Thank you.